you fucking bush leaders and welcome back this is episode number 75 and it is brought to you by these nuts another ah, one another one what's her chilling i'm fucking motherfucking co-host dh it's cracking dog yep that's me same as usual. the usual we riding solo again uh it's a duet it's a duet you're right you're never solo with a in a duet <laughs> of course Okay, let's go around the horn real quick. Or, let's you just know throw what? it down. Uh, uh, coming, down it coming down. Coming down. <laughs> coming down to you. Balls in. I'm balls in. A, balls in. Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking a, a hard, hard frescoes. I don't know if you can see that on the on the little screen there. We're on Zoom again, by the way. Yeah. And I think I fixed my issue with my microphone. So I okay. think we're good. Yeah. What are you drinking there? Um, okay, my bad. Hard, hard frescoes. Oh, yeah. It's a seltzer, dude. And uh, it's hibiscus. For those that don't know what hibiscus is, that's Jamaica. I thought that was the that's the new uh, gay street gang in L.A. <laughs> hard fresco, those hard frescoes, fool! You better watch out, dog. That's hilarious. Anyway. So yeah, I guess it's a. Um, as a matter of fact, I think it's made in L.A. But yeah, it's a it's a seltzer, dude. Sparkling water, alcohol from cane sugar, yeah, natural flavors, blah blah blah, that bullshit. And it's uh, visit our tap rooms in Mexico and the USA. There you go. Very nice, Boski. Yeah. Love it. I'm Love just uh, I'm just drinking a Michelob Ultra and <laughs> nothing fresh. Ultra, nothing Ultra, Ultra. You remember? Oh, just you remember that one? Yeah, man. Killer Instinct. Kill- yes, Killer Instinct. Ultra combo. I can never get the Ultra combo. I wasn't that good. Killer I just, combo. I, <laughs> I just I would just I would always pick Cinder and I would hit X and he just like would cock back, dude. Yeah. And he would absolutely just murder you with a with a right cr- across with what whether it was left or right. Just yeah. absolutely murder motherfuckers with just hit next because it was had a long reach, you know. Mm-hmm. Jago was my guy. Jago. Jago. He was the like the ninja guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about Jago. Yeah, I sick about man. Jago, yeah, but... I miss me. I miss me some Killer Instinct. I actually, uh, I believe I have it. I believe Shut I have it on the. Yeah, I mean, I have the SNES. Yeah, Killer Instinct that. Two is where it was at though. Killer Instinct Two, not the first mm-hmm. one, but Killer Instinct Two. That that was the one. That went hard. They had. I don't, I don't recall playing that one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Killer Instinct Two for sure was was uh was the one that I was all about. Let's see. They had uh the Black Orchid. Remember the Black Orchid? Fulgore yeah. was my other dude. I used to love playing with Fulgore. Oh, Fulgore was tough. He was like the cyborg looking fucker. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. 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 TJ Combo was another one of my favorites. He mm-hmm. was a boxer. Yeah, he was sick. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Bringing it back, Boski. Appreciate it, dude. Thanks for the nostalgia. Hey, but I, I fucking love me some video games, man. I think uh, I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, but once uh, once the baby's born, she should be born about two weeks or so, two, three weeks. Dang, man. <clears throat> um, we're really thinking that she's going to be born on the same day as uh, as my oldest. <laughs> wow. Imagine that. They're going to have I, it's her due date is two days apart from her actual birthday. So, dude. Yeah, it would be crazy, man. I mean, it's gonna be a crazy birthday week for you guys. 
Oh, definitely. That's already set the the birthday week. But uh, they also have a little cousin. Um, well, she, she she would be like the middle one, I guess. Um, she also has the same birthday, but there it's like a year or two apart. Dang, me and my sister are ten days apart, mm. plus another five years, and uh, my kids are about eleven days apart. So, you know, just uh, I guess it's just bound to happen for you boski definitely man definitely getting old (laughs) congrats congrats to you and the wife you know we're gonna we're gonna keep doing these episodes until until it's time for you to to retreat to daddy duty full time yeah cleaning duty more like it (laughs) daddy (laughs) duty cleaning duty yeah you know dude that first diaper change is so fucking disgusting man like for those that don't have kids like they shit this nasty black yeah paste yeah. it's like tar it's tar yeah it's fucking gross but <laughs> i mean you i mean like you gotta, visual. Embra- gotta embrace it gotta embrace it i already know how it, how it is and stuff and like mm-hmm. you know it's like ugh. the first so the like the first two the first two are kind of like that that yeah. second one's not as bad but you know you you know <laughs> yeah man and those diapers are so tiny it's tiny ridiculous diapers it's ridiculous you could, man you could wrap it up you could wrap it around a baseball <laughs> I might just do that. Just <laughs> babies in their little baseball booties. So cute. <laughs> for real, man. Anyway, Boski. Well, um, we're here. Episode 75. Really? Yeah, man. I thought um, it was, I thought we were past 75 already, but man, am I wrong? Yeah, you were very wrong. When you sent me the the our little little rundown, our little notes, I was like, uh, no, nah, man, we're on a we're on episode 75. But uh it, it's funny though, because uh, episode 75, the number 75, it triggered. It triggered Barry Zito for me. So I like, we wanted to confirm it. So I looked him up on, on the old reference over here, the interwebs. Mm-hmm. And this dude was drafted three times. The first time by the Seattle Mariners in the 59th round in 96 out of high school. Mm-hmm. And I he guess he's wise, from San. He wised yeah, up from, and went to college, right? He wised up and went to college, uh, got drafted in, th- in the third round by the Rangers in 98. Right. And he was with uh, UC Santa Barbara. And then and a year later, I guess he transferred to USC, drafted in the yep. first round by the A's, ninth overall. There it is. So, yeah, Smart man. guy. Gambled on himself, bet on himself. Yeah, good for him and his agent, Scott <clears throat> Boris. Way to go. That's a nice way to start out episode 75. Now he could probably play in the Sunday leagues, though. Dominate. Oh, definitely. He's, he's one of the nastiest lefty curveballs of probably Dude, of all time, yeah. He'd strike you out for five bucks for sure. Yeah, sure five bucks for sure. He's got I don't know. I mean, if he, if he only throws the curveball, he's gonna be all right. On it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. If 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 I'm sure that a major leaguer was gonna throw me a breaking ball, I'll just sit on the breaking ball. Just look breaking right. ball mm-hmm. <laughs> to be so, determined. Yeah, TBD. Good stuff. Well, you know who is playing Sunday league ball right now? The Ooh, Fontana Baseball the, League. Yes, they're in their playoffs, right? Our alma mater, sir, the Fontana Baseball League. They are in the finals. They are in the championship, the FBL championship. We got to go check out the game on Sunday, Boski. It's on Halloween. Uh, is it really? It's on Halloween. It's in the morning. We just got to, we well, let's go check it out. Well, they might play a doubleheader because uh, their championship games are uh, up to three, three game series. Yeah. So best, best of three. Last week, last week was the semifinals. And you had the SoCal Royals taking mm-hmm. out the Sun Devils, Ooh. who I think also play as the Tropics. 
No, I think that is uh that is somebody else. Keep going, and is I'll tell you who somebody they else. Are. Okay, yeah, fact check me on that. Yeah, I, I got you right here. But keep going. The the Sun Devils. Oh, okay. The Sun Devils were the the number one team in the FBL Majors Division. Yes. Finished thirteen and one, and as Cody Bellinger would famously say, they took it up the butt <laughs> twice. Twice, <laughs> just once, by the Royals. SoCal Ooh. Royals took them out 16-6. to six. And then on the other side, you had the California Reds, which we're pretty familiar with that team. Mostly. Yeah, yes. California Reds always bring it. They took out the IE Cardinals 14-8. to eight. And now you've got a championship of the SoCal Royals and the California Reds. Yep. Uh, both of these teams we're very familiar with. We played against a lot of these dudes in the league before, and no surprise to see him playing for the championship. So, congrats to both of those teams. And game one happened today, Sunday, the twenty fourth, and Royals took a nail biter, nine to eight. Nine to eight. Yeah, and it's fun. Like, uh, I don't know if you just said this because I'm like looking for something else, but uh, they they play each other all the time in the championship in this league. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to, somebody's got to, you know, take the crown away from them. But it's going to be either one of them, and we'll see who it's going to be. But if you're down, Boski, I'm down to catch a, catch a Sunday game, Halloween morning. Yeah, we'll man. Um, let me see. SoCal Tropics are also the SoCal Goats. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, they're the goats, but they're not on the actual, uh, on the list on the the division standings. I don't know which one they would be. The jackets, maybe they're the jackets. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think I they're know. the they're the jackets, and then um, the master batters. <laughs> they went zero and twelve. It's definitely a Sunday league name. Mm-hmm. So, well, congrats to those teams, man. Um, you know, brings back some memories playing ball in the Fontana Baseball League. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to, to tell the wife. Day. I'm gonna have to tell the wife. Hey, uh, I'm gonna go watch this game. Yeah, don't worry, we're not playing. We're yeah, not that definitely not playing. Showing up late, of course. We're gonna be <laughs> we gotta some... get there an hour before game time. Uh, no, <laughs> we'll roll up at first pitch, man. Yeah, man. So good, uh, good stuff over there in the Fontana Baseball League. Hopefully, one of those two teams comes out on top mm-hmm. in the immediate future. It's well, I mean, if it's going to be a doubleheader on Sunday, if yeah. the uh, Reds win, then it's going to yes. have to be next Sunday. So we'll find out. Um, on to other baseball stuff we got going on, ALCS, NLCS. Uh, yep, the league championship series is, they're done. Time to rip off your Band-Aid, Boski. Uh, I'm ripping it off. I have a, confe- I, I have a confession. <laughs> Before you get into your confession, Boski, uh, we got we to gotta make sure that we set the table. We got to okay. set the table. We're going ALCS first, I'm assuming, right? Yes. We're going to talk <laughs> ALCS first. And if you don't know, now you will. Mm-hmm. The Houston Astros are moving on to the 2021 World Series after beating the Red Sox four games to two. <sighs> What's your confession? Well, for before I get into my little confession, okay. it was looking pretty good for the Sox. I must say I was pretty excited, but I wasn't showing it. You know, uh, if you follow me on my Instagram, I would post a little a little emoji. Every time, you know, based off the result of the game, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would little, and I would like visual zoom how your heart was feeling that day. Yes, it was my emoji, it was my emotions, you know, like emoji emotions. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to do that, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I just got in that little habit, and uh, they kept winning. They kept winning. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they stopped hitting the baseball, man. Like, they decided to just suck, bro. Yeah, you know, it was looking good, right? It was looking good after the first three games. They're up two games to one, splitting a series in Houston, or the first two games in Houston. Yeah, coming to the boss, coming to Boston, mm-hmm. and um, you know, really taking it to them in game number three. What was the final score in game three? Uh, fuck, was it nine to one, something like that? Twelve three. Oh yeah, 12-3 that game <laughs> in Boston, and and it was I mean, looking it fucking was, good. It was. Looking it was absolutely great. And I was like, yeah, you, you know three, that, you, you know, that uh, meme, sorry, not to cut you off. Like I always it. do, but you know, that meme where that, where that one dude's like, like, mm, yeah, like, mm-hmm. like he's ready. He's like walking up like this. Yeah. yeah it, that was With me. Hands clenched. That was me. Like, and, and it, underneath this head, like about to go to the world series. Mm-hmm. But then. Yeah. Well, I mean, in game two, <laughs> they, they, they got to uh, Luis Garcia early having knee trouble and then in game three they the injury, that injury to, that injury was fucking fake <laughs> <laughs> the ticket to jose Urquidy in game three mm-hmm. got got to him early and often and he was out yep and then just all of a sudden all of a sudden the tables turned in game four yes the astros came back and won nine to two mm-hmm. although seven of those runs were scored in the ninth inning it was a close game up until that ninth inning but how about Jose Altuve with that clutch solo home run? In the <sighs> Terrible. Off of, off of Whitlock? Yes. Off and, of Whitlock of all pitchers. But, I mean, that <laughs> game, I was ready to already start writing off the Astros. Like, yeah. going into that eighth inning, it was 2-1. to one. Uh, Yank Red Sox were looking like they were going to, you know, hold them, especially in the, in the late innings. Yeah. Adam Bonavino and uh, your lefty guy, Taylor, did pretty well. But yeah, Josh and, you know, Taylor. The wheels, came off a little, the wheels came off a little bit on uh, Whitlock, and then they brought in Ovaldi. Boski, what the heck? Why are you bringing in Ovaldi? Because uh, I don't know, dog. I, all right, look, I didn't like that move for starters. Um, he, well, because he's a starter, I just didn't like it, bro. Like, you have relievers. They got you here. That's what, that's what they're there for. Use them. Use your relievers. Yeah, they got to Ovaldi. And they I, got I w- to Martin Perez. I, I was very happy with. I would have been very happy with like Robles or fucking uh, uh, who's the other guy? Even Whitlock. Put Whitlock back yeah. in there, like <laughs> Robles. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> you know, I think just uh, just the fact that it was you know okay, one inning, one game brought him back to a two-two tie. That's all right. Red Sox are going to regroup, and they're going to take it to him in Game Five. That's what you thought. Yeah. But psych bitch. <laughs> not today. Not today. Not today. That's, Chris Sale didn't do so bad. I don't think he did terrible. No, Chris Sale, he went five in the third, struck out seven. Uh he I yeah. think he topped out at like 98 or something. Gave up yeah, only he was, yeah, just gave up two runs. But Framber on the other end matched him. Oh man, more than that. Absolutely whipped his fucking big old <laughs> Donkey dong out and just rubbed it all over the mound. And he's like, Framber alert. Framber alert. Look at this dick. And sure enough, I mean, he went eight strong. Dude, yes, he really did. Like, he answered the bell. Mm -hmm. One run ball. 
you really needed, especially if you're the Astros, because mm-hmm. their offense was struggling up to that point. And then they come up nine runs. Uh, they took it to them in the, especially in the sixth inning with five runs there. Um, I mean, then they, they really started, I think they really started bringing it together, especially with Jordan Alvarez. That dude's a beast. Yeah. Uh, I got a quick, a, a quick little, uh, little fact on, uh, on Jordan here. Let me see. Where right. did I, where, where did I put it? I put it right here somewhere. Jordan Alvarez in the last three games of the series. Jordan Alvarez went eight for 12 with five RBIs, four runs, and five extra base hits versus the Red Sox last three games. The entire team, nine hits out of 82 at-bats, three RBIs, three runs, and six extra base hits. Jordan Alvarez, beast. Absolutely. And and, and a tribute also to the Astros, you know, pitching staff. Of course. It seems like uh, game game. Four was a, a bullpen game with Zach Greinke going 1.1 innings. Definitely needed the bullpen to step up. Christian Javier went three innings in that game. And then in game five, you had that performance out of Framber Valdez. At, puts the Astros up three games to two heading into Houston and sets it up for game six. Game six, yeah. Luis Garcia gets a chance to redeem himself, gets back on the mound after getting pulled in game two with that quote-unquote knee injury mm, fake ass injury <laughs> but uh, nonetheless he, nonetheless there it, it rears <laughs> its head he came through and delivered a solid performance with 5.2 innings we gave up only one hit and one walk seven strikeouts the bullpen did the rest my guy kendall graveman came in mm-hmm. had a clutch double play actually yeah he, it was stri- himself, strike him out throw him out strike him out throw him out Struck out the batter, and uh, Martin Maldonado came up with a freaking absolute dime piece down to second base. It was, I'm not going to lie, I I hated it because it was against the Sox, but I loved it, dude. It was right on target. Yeah, uh, I mean, if Verdugo had slid head first, I don't know, maybe it's a little different, but it didn't matter, man, because the score Mm -hmm. ended up being 5-0. You got to get more than two hits and more than zero runs to win a fucking ball game. Bro. Bro, yeah, that but that Pretty throw, sad. that throw was an absolute P rod right to the thigh of Verdugo. Yeah, and dude, it all, was per- all Correa had to do was put his glove there. Just yeah, just catch it. Yeah, and Akuda, I mean, shout out to the Astros. We've we've given them shit all year long, mm-hmm. all year long, not, and not just this year, but last year when we first started <laughs> the podcast. Yes, the Astros were the absolute enemy of our state, and here they are. Rubbing it in our faces, doing it, <laughs> doing it while looking at their watches. Yeah. Standing proudly at home plate, admiring their next majestic shot while the rest of us get to keep on booing and booing and booing <laughs> and, until, until, you know, we're, we're blue in the face. Yeah, man. And uh, another quick thing. Uh, I want to say the Red Sox. So the whole watch thing, uh, Correa did it real quick and he was like, yeah, it's my time. Yep. And the night and what the, the game that, uh, it, Eddie Rodriguez pitched Eddie aces. He, uh, he struck out or he got Correa like on a ground ball out or some shit. Yeah. And he, he's walking back to the dugout and he's pointing at his own watch. Yeah. And, uh, Alex core is like, yo, don't fucking do that. But yeah, hey, yeah, no, we're better than they, that. They woke up the sleeping bear. They did. They woke up the sleeping bear and what they scored like two runs after that. Well, was that game three? Yeah. So that was game three. Red Sox still won that game. 
game. But mm. after that, yeah, it, it just went downhill for the Red Sox. Like Alex Cora knew it was too soon. He yes. knew it was too soon to start, you know, kind of chirping that way back at the Astros. But, you know, it happened. And that's the way baseball goes sometimes. Yeah. You got to be ready to prove it on the field, you know, if you're going to if you're going to talk like that. And, and well, you know, the Astros did it. The Astros have done it time and time again. Five straight ALCS appearances, third World Series appearance since 2017. And they're on their way. They're they on, their way. on their way. Ben. And I got to give them credit. You know, like I was one of them haters. I still am. I, I really hope the Braves win because, you know, for me, I, I, I picked the Braves at the beginning of the year to win the World Series. So I want them to win. But at the same time, you know, you got to give credit to the Astros where credit is due because, you know, they played under the gun, not just from other teams, but from the fans. Yeah. And and a lot of those key players, you know, some of them are not with them anymore. Some of them are going to be heading out this year and and it could look like a totally different team next year or it it could look very much the same depending on, you know, how it goes with the World Series. But I got to give them credit. You know, they played they played under heat. They played under the fire. And and they came out. They they came out standing tall, ready for the next challenge. And you got to give them credit. One yeah. thing that I do want to point out: Carlos Correa taking that fastball off the inside of his elbow. Oh, I saw that. Yes, it was like a 96, 97 something mile an hour fastball from Tanner Houck with oh. two seam, like <laughs> just that two seam action going yeah. in. Yeah, and you <laughs> he probably didn't even see it out of his hand, and it was too little, too late. It got him right off the bone. Yeah. <laughs> his elbow, bro. And he Dude, it was, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Can you, I mean, I've taken one off the elbow before and I can't grip a baseball. I can't grip a bat. Mm-mm. You can't do anything. And, and especially off his right elbow, yeah. that's his throwing elbow. Yeah. I'm surprised he stayed in the game. Yeah, but. dude, it, it hit him just square. It was gross. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so the Astros are standing tall, but somebody on that team that doesn't stand tall is Jose Altuve. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say that he's taller laying down because he uh, is what third all time in uh, postseason home runs all time. all time. He has 21 in 71 games. Uh, and he's only behind Bernie Williams that has 22 in 121 games. Uh, and all-time leader Manny Ramirez, 29 in 111 games. And he's ahead of Derek Jeter, who has 20 in 158 games. Derek Jeter played a whole major league season in the playoffs. <laughs> in the playoffs, dude. <laughs> it's crazy. And he still hit 300. He still he probably hit got 200 hits. 20 jacks. That's typical of him. Yeah, and probably still has his very typical Derek Jeter year, but in the postseason. That's so, crazy. But Craziness. yeah, Altuve, man, you know, dude, like I said, all those guys, you know, played in the heat. All yeah. season long, yeah. And, and Correa, Correa, uh, back to Correa. He had, uh, he had his little quote, uh, his reaction off of Eddie Rodriguez's uh, uh, little celebration. He says, uh, he did my celebration. I thought it was kind of cool. It's just the way baseball should trend. I loved it personally. I don't think he actually loved it, but uh, well, I, I, I think he's just saving face, like trying to be like taking the higher road type of yeah. shit. He did come up again later on. And oh, actually, it was in game four when the mm. Astros came back to win and score seven runs in the ninth inning that he, he let off that inning with a triple. I want to say it was a triple mm. or a double. And he stood on the base and tapped his watch, tapped his wrist again. Uh, and, oh, yeah. And that, and that got obviously the Astros going. They they batted around that inning and scored seven runs. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Maybe he does love it because that little bit of chip on your shoulder 
where yeah. you can you know bring the best out of you. Yeah, and see once once the Red Sox as a team, I mean it was it was Rodriguez that is the only one that reacted, but you know they do it as a team. So once the Sox reacted, I always tell people don't react to people's bullshit because once you do, you've already lost. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like life advice. Um, one well, last there you go. One last little thing on uh on this series. I don't know if we're gonna continue on after this, but uh, as far as uh managers, uh, Dusty Baker probably the oldest that's never won a world series, but yeah. also he joined a, a, an elite group in uh managers that have won the pennant in both leagues, the AL and NL. And uh, nice. he's done it with the giants and this season with the Astros, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, other, other managers, Joe McCarthy, Cubs, Yankees, Al dark uh, giants and A's Yogi Berra, Yankees and Mets, Dick Williams, that a boy, Richard Williams, uh, Red Sox, A's and Padres seems like he's the only manager that's done it with three different teams. Uh, Sparky Anderson, uh, Reds and Tigers, Tony La Russa, A's and Cardinals, uh, Jim Leland, Marlins and Tigers, and Joe Madden, Rays and Cubs. That's a good list. Good nice list. list right there. Yep. It's a good list to be a part of. Congratulations, Dusty. Congratulations, freaking Astros. I think if they win the World Series this year, I will personally promise that I will stop calling them the Trastros. Or the Assholes. Or the assholes. <laughs> you know, I'll give them their respect. I'll give them their respect if they win the World Series. I mean, they've I guess they've already earned most of my respect back. But. Yeah, same. I mean, like, like I think it's a good uh if I don't know if I said this last time, if if you can compartmentalize that mm-hmm. it's actually in the real world, but if you pretend that it's you're just watching a soap opera, it's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, it's a great yeah. story, man. It's a good story. Like it, it, the uh the uh the antagonist is coming out on top or the anti-hero depending on how how you want to look at it right really yeah. i mean the astros is going to consider themselves the heroes no matter what so. right but in the eyes in the in the eyes of us they're they're in, in you know they're the they're the antagonist so i had my chance to go out and boo them this year so i got my fix i'm ready to move on there you go and as we do move on we go to the nlcs with the atlanta braves <laughs> yep Taking out the Los Angeles Dodgers. Everybody's World Series pick. (laughs) So (laughs) the Dodgers, no repeat. No repeat. Another year without another repeat. Yep. And it's been just to uh, just to touch on that. It's been 21 years without a repeat champion. And also 22 years since the last time the Atlanta Braves were in the World Series. So congrats to them. 1999. Do you feel old yet? I do, man. And I remember that World Series. Yep. Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones. Yep. Can you uh, can you say what year they did it before that? Yeah, 96. 96 against the Yankees. Yep. I could probably tell you their whole starting lineup that year, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, 96 was Cleveland. My bad. The Cleveland yeah, Guardians. No, 96 was Yankees, Yankees Braves. 95 was Indians Braves. Oh, okay, then, okay. So they were in the World Series three times in the 90s. Got it. The Braves were in the National League Championship Series every single year from 1991 to 1999. Yeah, yeah I think they won the division, what, 10, 10 years in a row? 10 plus? Oh, more than that. It's more they than that, right? like at 13 or 14, if I'm not mm. mistaken. We can fact check that. Yeah, we'll fact but check that. The Bobby Cox years were the epitome of a dynasty, really. Yeah, to be winning the division that many years in a row to get to the league championship series that many times in a row. Yeah, they only won one World Series. 
I think still you did yeah. your job by getting that one World Series in 1995. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, they had Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz. You know who their closer was? Um, Blow your fuck. mind when I tell you his name. I do know his name. It's and it slipped in my mind. Mark Wallers. Mark Wallers. Remember yep. Wallers? That guy. That yeah. guy was the. He was the poster boy of, of heat throwers do, back, back in the day. Do you remember? Do you remember? Cheddar. Do you remember Ryan Klesko? Their first. Ryan Klesko, bro. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say he was their DH, but they had no DH. Yeah. He had to play the outfield. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was like first base outfield, and I think he ended up playing with the Padres later on, or something. Had shit. the crime dog, Fred McGriff. Fred McGriff. Yeah, that's right. And, and Klesko then, was the right fielder. Correct. Yep. And then they had uh, their shortstop Jeff Blauser, who was Jeff Blauser. Fuck, but he was good. When did uh, Walt Weiss play with them? Oh shoot. He played with them for a little bit, huh? That's Mark, right. yeah. I, I want to say <laughs> Walt Weiss was with the Rockies around that time, I think. And okay. I, so maybe it was before then. But yeah, and, and uh, Chip at third, and then you had a young rookie, Andrew Jones, in center Andrew field. Andrew Jones, yeah. Yep. And, crazy, dude. Crazy. I actually, as a matter of fact, I think I have a, I have a collection, like the whole se- the whole set of the yeah. Atlanta Braves cards, uh, baseball cards from back yeah. from that time. And I want to say I have a, an autographed Ryan Klesko. And of course, you can't yeah. forget my man behind the plate, Javi Lopez. Javi Lopez, dude, one of the best hitting catchers of all time. Yes, exactly. You know? I mean, him, it, his peak, I hit, his peak wasn't wasn't very long, but he had. I think he probably had one of the highest peaks. Yeah, yeah. During when he was really good, when he was good, he was really, really good. Yes, as a as an offensive catcher, um, still could play some defense too. But yeah, those Braves teams back in the day were hard to beat, especially yeah. with that rotation. Now. It's a little different. They don't have that same look or that same feel of a dominant rotation. Right. But, you know, their lineup is just as scary. Yeah. And they're still missing, you know, Acuna, of course. They're going to miss him for the postseason. And they didn't have Soroka, who's almost kind of like a second coming of Greg Maddox in a way. with Mike Soroka. Mike Soroka. What song is that? <laughs> My Sharona, right? My Sharona. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, you know, they're doing it. They're still they're doing it, man. They're in the World Series. And yeah, man. It's freaking awesome. It's freaking awesome to see it. And I hope they beat the Astros um, because, you know, it's 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 just the way baseball should be. Yeah. Don't let the villain win. Well, who's the villain? They might, though. But then again, Astros. who's the actual villain? Because I the mean, Astros they, have to be. The but they Astros. also they also beat the hated Dodgers. They're becoming the, a villain. The Braves did. The Braves did. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like they beat the they beat they beat the Dodgers. Like the National League villain, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I would say that makes the Braves, you know, the hero in the, the hero. Sense okay. The now they beat they beat the the big boss. Now they got to beat the mega boss. The mega boss, yeah. And so that's now, a that's a that's a very proven seasoned mega boss, like final boss form. It really is. Their lineup yeah. is scary. The pitching, I don't know if they got the pitching. I mean, but let's get into it. The the Atlanta Braves uh were up ahead two games to none mm-hmm. after beating the Dodgers the first two games in Atlanta, and then they go to LA and they lose two out of three in LA, but they leave Los Angeles with a three games to two lead. So Still in a good position when they get back to Atlanta for game six. So, um, sorry, game six, game six my, was on Friday. Yeah, you're good. I lost my, uh, I lost my place here. Sorry. So, but Thursday, Thursday was game five. Mm-hmm. Wednesday was game four. Game three, Tuesday, Dodgers won game three, six to five on yes. that Cody Bellinger three Tom, run. That- 
that was the tomahawk home run, right? That was. I wanted to talk about that because the the broadcaster Ron Darling during the mm-hmm. game was just talking about that. Yeah, during that at bat, that Cody Bellinger is getting beat with the high fastball, and he needs he's going to have to make an adjustment if he's going to get around to it. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, boom, high fastball, boom. out. And yeah, he, it, it was it was like, yes, just yes. <laughs> it was crazy how the ball just just exploded off the bat. I was like, how? You know, but obviously, I mean, these guys are strong. These guys are strong as shit. You know, they have have the best elite strength training trainers in the world. He got Um, to it. And he just got on top of it, man. Like, he got on top of the fucking fastball and just just met it. Just met it in the right spot. And it just was a fucking bomb. One thing that I did want to say about that game three is our guy, Jesse Chavez. Yes. Early on in the game, it looks like Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton was struggling mm-hmm. early in that game. And uh, in the first inning, Brian Snicker tells the dugout or the bullpen to get Jesse Chavez loose, mm-hmm. you know, in case they got to pull Charlie and they got to get Jesse in there for a couple innings. So he starts getting loose, starts warming up. And then Charlie Morton, I mean, I think during that inning, he had something like four walks in that inning or three yeah. walks, something like mm-hmm. that. He was really struggling with his command, but he and ended up figuring it out he ended up figuring it out got out of that first inning giving up only two runs and um you know gets out of it shuts the dodgers down for another few more innings in fact he ends up throwing a total of five innings but all all during that time jesse chavez is still kind of getting up and getting loose and loose yeah again yeah he's throwing and he's still not getting into the game getting loose getting out throwing nothing fifth inning charlie morton gets pulled you're thinking jesse chavez is going to get a chance to get into this game nope Brings in A.J. Minter. A.J. fucking Minter. Brings in A.J. Minter, throws an inning, strikes out two. Then he brings in Tyler Matzik, another lefty, throws an inning, strikes out two. Then you bring in Luke Jackson. Lucas. Is the guy who gives up the game. Point one innings, four hits, a homer, four earned runs. And then finally they decide to bring in Jesse Chavez. And Jesse Chavez comes in, throws point two (laughs) innings. After he he warms up for fucking... uh, After he already warmed up up for the whole damn game comes in three plus yeah yeah comes in in the eighth inning and uh the braves end up losing that game six five guess who starts game four jesse chavez jesse chavez comes in and starts game four (laughs) like what the you just (laughs) tortured this kid's head for the whole (laughs) nine innings of last night's game and yet here you go throw him in for the first inning like that's crazy (laughs) but that's what the braves do that's what they do and it paid off they yeah. won the game nine to two. Yep. And uh, he threw that. Yeah, he threw that one inning. No hits, no walks, no runs. Mm-hmm. Fucking yep. perfect. And yep. Enter uh, Drew Smiley. Gets the dub. 3.1 innings. Drew Smiley, by the way, comes yeah. out of nowhere. Like this guy gets banished out of the rotation. And, yeah. and uh, comes up <laughs> big in the biggest moment for, for the Braves. Gives them yeah. a, a solid, you know, pitching performance. And, for them. and also AJ Minter threw two innings. Damn. In this in this game for his mm-hmm. second uh, hold of the postseason, I guess mm-hmm. uh, Matic followed up by Matic again, second yep. hold. So like these, I mean these two guys, Minter and Matic, putting in work. Total team effort in uh, game four. Braves win nine to two, take a three one series lead. Eddie Rosario goes four for five in that game with two mm-hmm. home runs. Almost goes for the cycle, but decided to hit a second bomb. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. What an Can't idiot! What an idiot! Idiot. <laughs> So stupid. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so they take that. They take a three-win series lead into Thursday. 
um, where the Dodgers all of a sudden figure it out. Mm-hmm. And they won 11 to 2. They yeah. turned the intensity Seven, on offense. And they got 17 hits. Uh, Max Freed got the loss, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, had a tough one. Gave up, uh, gave up five runs in four, four, four and two thirds innings, and uh, two bombs, three strikeouts. Like, not good, man. This is their first game without Justin Turner, who pulled his hamstring mm-hmm. trying to leg out an infield hit in the last game. And you know, everybody remembers the the images of him getting walked down the tunnel with Albert Pujols, and mm-hmm. you know, just I don't know, man. It was tough. I'm sure it was very, very tough for Dodger fans to see that. Um, you know, Chris, Justin Turner, you're this you're, was also the game at uh Chris Taylor hit three jacks. Chris Taylor also go, yeah, he goes four for five with six RBIs. Yeah. AJ Pollock, AJ Pollock, two jacks, three for five, four ribbies. AJ Pollock as well. And I mean a, a bittersweet win, I guess, for the Dodgers, but yeah, you're down a man. And not only that, you're also down uh, Joe Kelly, who first inning of this game gets pulled after two, getting two outs with a strained bicep muscle. Uh, come on, Joe Kelly. So, Joe Kelly Fight Club, man. Yeah, man. He was and a uh, quick quick little uh, quick little thing on uh, Chris Taylor. Uh three home runs in league championship games. Uh Bob Robertson, Pittsburgh 1971, George Brett, Kansas City 1978, Adam Kennedy, Anaheim 2002. 2002 yeah. Mhm. And uh, Kike Hernandez, Dodgers, 2017. Uh, Chris wow. Taylor, Chris Taylor, 2021, Dodgers. So back, you know, Add back to back guys to the yeah. list. Add his name yeah. to the list. That is uh, six players in history with at least three in an LCS game. So you're thinking with this win, the Dodgers, you know, 11 to two, looking pretty good. Last home game of the championship series uh, for LA. You and I, Boski, were looking at tickets. Daniel from um, All Angels Podcast mm-hmm. was uh, looking at tickets also. We were appalled to see how <laughs> low ticket prices were yep. before game time. Like, ticket prices right before game time hit as low as $45 for the National League Championship Series. And <laughs> I'm like, really? Like, where are all these Dodger fans? Like, For why, real. Why are they not showing up? All, all I heard you what? All, all I heard in my head was Ludacris thinking, how low can you go? <laughs> <laughs> but you know who did show up for the Dodgers last league championship series game? Who's that? Who's that? Our guy, Razor. Our guy, the Razor. Razor. The that's Razor. Right. The ultimate Dodgers fan. I this, mean, this, this dude, savage went by himself. He gave zero <laughs> fucks that day. He was like, I'm going. Who, who's with me? And apparently nobody was. <laughs> nobody was. No, still went. I would have gone. That, if that was my team, you better believe I, I went to the last yeah. game of the season for the Mariners, you know? Yeah, true. So true. If it was if it was my team, I would have been there. A true fan would have been there to cheer on his team. So yeah. shout out to Razor, man. Especially at that price. Jesus. Yeah, well, I don't know if he got him for that price. I'm sure he was. I don't know. I'm sure he got some better seats, but mm-hmm. regardless, like he was there. He was there, and he was there to see those three homers off of CT3. Yeah, and and just to be to be able to enjoy it and live another day, basically, live another day where the Dodgers are traveling. They go to Atlanta, so they got to live another day. But <laughs> Game Six came and went on Saturday, just yesterday, Boski. Yeah, man. Uh, Braves win. 
Braves <laughs> win. Braves win four to two. Solid pitching from uh, the bullpen for the Braves. Um, Walker Bueller had to start a little bit on short notice, I guess, um, yeah. or at least on short rest. Scherzer wasn't ready to go. He uh, has that dead arm. I think he was like, man, fuck this team. Fuck the Dodgers. I, th- I think that's what, he, what, what really happened. Man, I don't know. But, hey, it's 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 a tough one to swallow. I'm sure he would have been out there if he could. I mean, Scherzer, he's a dog. Scherzer's yeah. a dog. Like, you just say go, and he's out there. Yeah, so, but shout, shout out to uh, Dodgers bullpen. <laughs> So Bueller gave up the four runs, but uh, you know, Gratterall comes in with 1.2 innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vesia, what's his fucking first name? Some rando. He's a random guy to me. Uh, he gave up three walks Alex in a Vesia. row. Alex Vesia gave up three walks, and the Dodgers got out of it. Mm-hmm. Gave up no runs. Uh, they followed Trinan. up with, by Trinan, Knable, and Jansen. That's I mean, that open. dude, that's they should have. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I probably would have. I don't know. I don't know how I would have managed that shit, but. Uh, yeah, get this. Yeah, you can pretty much like when you get yeah when you got guys like Kelly, Gratterall, Trinan, Knable, Jansen. Like after the fourth inning, you do whatever the fuck you want. Pretty much, so man. You pretty get much. One guy an inning, and you just close your eyes. You draw a name out of a hat, and you just go from there. They're that good. Yeah, yeah. Gr- Gratterall, he's uh he's the one that was supposed to go to Boston and then didn't for whatever no. reason. No, no, no. They're that good, and I feel like the Dodgers bullpen or the Dodgers pitching staff may have had a better chance of holding down the Astros lineup in the World Series, but Braves are going. And you know what, man? Like, it it could very well still happen where the Braves shut down the Astros. Like, on yeah. paper, you know, on paper, they may not match up, uh, you know, as formidable foes, per se, but it could very well be a very, very close series. Go seven games and go the Braves' way. I don't see why it can't happen. I don't see right. why somebody in the Braves bullpen can't step up and, you know, be that, what's his name, Blake Trinan, Corey Knabel, Ruzdar Gratterall type of guy for the Braves. Um, it very well could be our guy, Jesse Chavez. Yeah, man. It very well could be our hey, guy, man. Jesse we're, Chavez. We're going to cross our fingers for him. comes through in a starting role, in a late inning relief role, even in a closing role or an extra inning, multiple inning type of role. Like, he'll, he'll do whatever. And it very well could be somebody like him who can, you know, fit in multiple different pieces of the puzzle as a team. He yeah. can, you know, he's a shapeshifter. Put him in wherever, and he'll fit. Like, he, it very well could be somebody <laughs> like him, so... He's a shapeshifter. That's hilarious. He's a shapeshifter, bro. Like <laughs> he really he, is, man. You need him here, he'll fit there. You need him there, he'll fit there too. Like mm-hmm. put him wherever you want. That's I'm pretty sure. Like that's one thing that Snitger loves about Jesse is the fact his dur- that his durability. Know, he's just, yeah, he's so durable yet he's so pliable. Like he's flexible. You can put him wherever you want. Do make him probably get him in there to pinch hit. Get him in there to pinch run. I don't know if I'm that far. <laughs> you Maybe. Know, I mean, you don't want pitchers running, though. We all know the that. <laughs> Braves have those types of guys right now that any one of them could just step up in any given moment and be the hero. Eddie Rosario, National League Championship Dude. Series MVP. Yep, and I think he tied uh, an all-time record for how many hits he got. Yes. 14 Nine hits? 14 hits. 14 hits total. Shit. Yeah, he tied. I don't know who he fucking tied, but yeah. It's, he was on fire. Yep. You could not get him out. Um, Jordan Alvarez, American League Championship Series MVP. Yep, another one. You just couldn't get him out. No, they were on every single pitch. Like, they could yeah. track every pitch out of the pitcher's hand. 
Mm-hmm. They were laying off, you know, off-speed pitches. Uh, Rosario saw a lot of lefties and was laying off of those lefty breaking balls. Yeah. Seen the ball and, good, man. Yeah, man. And so it's like, I don't know. It, it's going to be a close series, I feel like, with the Astros and the Braves. I hope it's the Braves. I want a game seven. This one, give me the game seven. I'm down. I'm going to fuck. Like, so, like, since my team is out now, like, I can just fucking chill the fuck out. I can just chill out. Like, I don't got to worry about about not washing my stinky shirt, not clipping my toenails, you know. <laughs> you can finally clip them now. I can clip my toenail. Well, I already clipped them, but... Uh, <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, they got a what they they got eliminated on Friday night. Yeah, no, it's third, yeah. they got eliminated on Thursday night. And uh, you sure, uh, yeah, man, game no, it's Friday night, Friday, it's Friday night. Astros five nothing. Yep, oh, okay, I'm tripping, man. My day after Saturday was the Braves' turn to take out the Dodgers. Well, well I have since I have since clipped my thing, my toenails. So. Very nice, Boski. You are now oh, presenting yeah. yourself as a reasonable member of society, and <laughs> so, good stuff, man. Thanks to the Braves or the. Quit- Red Sox, sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, for real. Um, quick, quick thing on uh Alvarez. He in the game that he faced Sale, Chris Sale. Mm-hmm. Um, he got three hits off of Chris Sale, and that was the first time since like 2015 or something that a lefty has gotten three hits off of Chris Sale. Damn. Yeah. It's, it's, it's mind boggling. It's mind boggling. Like just how many years have passed since that has happened. Damn, dude. Chris Sale's a freaking machine. He's an animal. Yeah, he's coming out of it though. He's uh, you know, Tommy John and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, who knows? You know, new elbow, new lease on life. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, all right, man. Well, that was a. That's, it's been fun watching those games, and now we move on to the World Series. Unfortunately, that means that the season is going to come to an end pretty soon. Ugh. Not looking forward to it, but it is uh, something yeah. that must happen for sure. Game one comes down on Tuesday. Game one is going to be. In Houston, Braves, I'm sorry, the Astros get home field advantage, um, you know, by virtue of their regular season record. Yeah. And they will start off with Framber Valdez on the mound against Charlie Morton. It's going to be a the, the, the pitching. It's a, a pitcher's duel. Um, but with Charlie Morton, he used to play with Houston, so... He already know how knows how they operate. Yeah, yeah, he's well. He has a good idea of how they operate, at least. You know, I'm sure he's seen them on TV. Yeah, <laughs> he hasn't. Played did, with you, them did you see the games three, four, and five are going to be in Atlanta? And you know, we're just confirming. And uh, I only bring that up because uh, the Braves had a press release. Okay, that uh, they it looks like they issued it today. About no. nine hours ago, according to Instagram, because shout out Instagram, they have all the real news uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. F- Braves press release for immediate release says, due to some confusion regarding Atlanta Braves playoff home games, the, the Atlanta Braves organization would like to confirm all World Series games scheduled as Atlanta Braves home games will indeed be played in Atlanta, Georgia at <laughs> Truist Park. We apologize to all the fans in Colorado for this confusion. <laughs> we understand it's difficult to understand since uh, they moved the all-star game to Colorado. But rest assured, these Atlanta Braves have played with heart, determination, guts, and how-do-you-like-me-now attitude. This team owes it to our fans, our local businesses, and yes, even our players, 
to put on, put on the best show we can this postseason and bring the World Series trophy back to Atlanta to the decision makers at MLB headquarters. Chop this. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. how about them apples? And I, I don't know. I don't really know how real this actually is, but uh, yeah, I seen it on the on Instagram account called Ambush Hitting. That's great, man. That's great. <laughs> I don't I mean, know how real it is, so we'll have to fact check the the uh, the authenticity of this press release. That I mean, that's it's just a uh, it's so poetic. That's so poetic. Yeah, man. You could you could write a you could write a movie about that. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. And, you know, shout out to Atlanta Braves. I mean, they made some trade moves that, you know, put them in this position. Uh, They made four trades uh, and 25 of the Braves' 40 runs that they scored, that they've scored in the postseason so far, uh, were driven in by these four acquisitions, which uh, Eddie Rosario came to Atlanta for the Kung Fu Panda, Pablo Sandoval. He went Damn. to he went to the Cleveland Future Guardians and uh, he was immediately released. <laughs> Dude, got him for nothing. Got him for really? nothing. Yep. Really. Atlanta traded for Adam Duvall from in, the Marlins. Miami from the Marlins, Marlins uh, for Alex Jackson. Oh, Bay- I know Alex Jackson. Yeah, uh-huh. he's a he's a former Mariner prospect. Mariners drafted him, ah, and then okay. uh, they traded him. Or yeah, I think they traded him to the Braves. For a relief pitcher, and I'll fact check that. And okay. now he's in Miami for yep. <laughs> for Duval. For nice. Duval, uh, Jorge Soler. Uh, he yeah, went from, to Atlanta. Yeah, from, from for uh, from Kansas City for Casey Kalich or Kalik. Wow. Yeah, this whoever whoever the fuck whoever the fuck KK is. This is getting me going. Yep. And then uh, so all three of those guys were acquired on July thirtieth and. Two weeks prior to that, on July 15th, the Atlanta Braves received a Jock Peterson for Bryce Ball from uh, to the Cubs. There it is, man. And that's, you know, that happened right after the injury to Acuna. Yes. Right after the injury to Acuna, the Braves got to work. They're like, nope, there's, if we're going to make a run for it, we're going to have to somehow, some way, get pieces of Acuna. And spread it throughout the lineup. The aggregate. The aggregate. And that's exactly <laughs> what they did. They yep. got, you know, power uh, and and run production from Duvall. Mm-hmm. Uh, some on base. Maybe a little bit of speed. Not, I mean, they didn't really get any speed from anybody. Maybe a little bit from Jock and from Rosario. Yeah. And, um, who, you know, who, the arms. Who's, who's the defensive guy here? Because I don't see one. <laughs> well, I mean, Jock Peterson's the one with the arm, right? Okay. They all have a strong arm, actually. Okay. I want to say if we were to if we were to fact check like you know arm strength for some all of these outfielders that they got, they're all probably among you know top of the top of the leaderboard when it comes to either you know outfield assists or I don't know arm strength throwing from the outfield as far yeah. as like average throw. I'm pretty sure like Soler, Jock Peterson, Rosario, Duvall. I'm sure none of these guys are slouches in the outfield. Indeed. So we'll figure it out. But congrats to the Braves. They've they've put put it together. They figured it out. They kept Brian Snitker, and he's you know he's he's pulling it through for him. Brian Snitker is probably going to be the reason why those Braves players play their best and win the World Series. Because Brian Snitker is the guy that's going to you know motivate them, let them go out there and, and and do what they do best, without worry that you know they're doing something wrong or 
or whatever, you know, Braves, yeah. Braves have it. I think the Braves have it. Astros have it too. Um, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be competitive. It's probably not what the nation wanted or what MLB may, may have wanted. Uh, but I mean, these two teams are proven. They're proven. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And so the NLCS was a rematch of the 2020 Mickey Mouse season. Yes, I said it. No, but I'm just kidding. I'm just saying that just to trigger some people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was a matchup of that. And then again, like you mentioned earlier, Houston, fifth year in a row. Fifth year in a row for them. Congrats. They're a legit team. They did it this year without cheating with everybody at their necks. And they still did it. They persevered. Yeah, That's they have really persevered. <laughs> they really did, man. And I mean, it's the epitome of really just not throwing in the towel. And, you know, you got something to prove, like yeah. calling us cheaters, you know, that we did it illegitimately. And here we are again. You know, they yeah. got the talent to do it. So yeah, it's going to be a fun series to watch, man. Same from the, same for the Braves. They fucking climbed out of the fucking gutter. And that, they did out of the basement. And they they did what they had to do, man. They they did just enough to get there. And, hey, sometimes you just got to get yeah. your foot in the door. Yeah, it's really about who's playing the hottest at the end of the season, and they really mm-hmm. were playing their best baseball at the end of the season. So yeah. they are where they are because of the talent they have, and they stuck with it. So, yeah, man, let's 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 get to it. Let's it'll let's be get fun. It started right now. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yep, it starts on Tuesday. I'll be watching closely, um, and that's that. Other that's baseball that. news, Boski. Um. What, what do you got? <laughs> there's, got a few, there's a couple of things. Yeah. St. Louis has already moved uh, moved on from Mike Schilt. They've hired their new manager as of today. Mm-hmm. His and name on is your Ollie Marmol. Oily? Ollie. Oliver. Ollie. Oh. <laughs> they said oily. I'm looking at the notes here. Just, I thought it said oil, but I'm being dyslexic. And <laughs> it says Ollie. <laughs> you need your glasses, Boski. Hey, man. Um, you know, I'm always tired. So. <laughs> Oliver Marmol picked as the next St. Louis Cardinals manager, 35 years old, bench coach. For yeah, he's 35. He's 35 years old. He's younger than Yachty and Wainwright. Little big league. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brent. He's our age, Boski. He's your age. <laughs> he's my age. He's your age, Boski. man. That's crazy. Yeah. Get this, bro, too. He was also picked two players ahead of Anthony Rizzo in the 2007 draft. Are you fucking serious? And That's he's crazy. the next manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. So congrats to Ollie Marmol, dude. Yeah, congrats. Like, that's Shout my kind of that. guy. That's my yeah, kind of yeah. guy right there. Uh, it'll be sure. interesting to see uh, see what he does. I mean, but if he's already a bench coach, like he, his foot's already in the damn door. He already knows what's up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody out there is probably like, I mean, I was at the, I was just like everybody else. Like, who the hell is Ollie Marmol? Like, yeah. what the, who's this guy? <laughs> Is he from like Cuba or something? No, he's just a 35 year old dude, bench coach for the Cardinals, who's obviously made his way up, you know, paid his dues, uh, came up through the trenches. And yeah. here he is. Here uh, he is. Never played Major League Baseball, looks like. No, no, but he's, he's obviously got, he's either got the smarts for it, you know, he's got the research down, the, the analytics, the, the, the player development, you know, the connection with the players, um, you know, it's going to be an interesting dynamic too with the veterans to see, you know, how they respond. But at the same time, I'm sure that, you know, they're behind this pick just as much as everybody else is, you know, they, yeah. I, think, I think their input counts just as much and uh, ownership probably is going to take that into consideration, whether these guys can respond to a young manager like Marmol and we'll find out. 
we'll find out. But I'm I'm rooting for him. I hope he does well. Yeah, it looks like uh he got his high in the minors in the Florida State League in uh advanced A. And uh this, yeah, he got as high as A advanced A ball, so high A uh with the St. Louis Cardinals. So yeah, he guess he played with them for a while. And uh last time he actually wow, he played with CJ Beatty. Damn, I wonder if he's been featured on any of his tracks. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> He also played. He, he also played with Jer, He played with Jermaine Curtis. Okay. Yeah. So, so Jermaine Curtis, a local boy. He uh, mm-hmm. he played. He also played with uh, Je- I think he played with Jesse Chavez. I think. Really. Okay. Yeah. Tommy Pham, Xavier Scruggs. I'm just looking down this list here. Uh. Well, yeah. I mean, he played minor league ball. So. All right. So yeah. at least he knows the game. He knows the game. He's not just a nerd. <laughs> he probably became a nerd. Oh yeah, you know I'm sure there's there's a crossroads, you know, for a player at the in the professional level. If you're in the minors, mm. and it's probably pretty clear that maybe there's not a path for you to the majors. Yeah, not but, not 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 when you're hitting 203 with a 301 on base percentage and five home runs in three years. You know, but hey, like you're probably he's probably like waiting down the line, you know, of all those, you know, players that are on the fence of making the team or not or getting cut. You know, the the club manager goes up to the first person in line, says, you're cut. Have a nice day. He got cut. Have a nice day. And then goes to him and he's Uh, like, how would you like to be a manager? (laughs) We kind of like you. We kind of like it. Yeah, all these other guys are fuck offs. We kind of like you though. So based off his OPS, <laughs> he got cut in his best season, which was in 2010, with uh with the Palm Beach Cardinals. There you go, man. But you know he's got the dream job, is managing a major league club, big market major league club. I would even argue St. Louis ain't. Oh yeah, know, definitely. You know they're not some small fish in the sea, so. Yeah, and they've been around a long time. And that's a winning team, too. You know, they got Nolan Arenado. They just came off of a hot finish to this season, made the postseason. They got some expectations. And I think I think they might be in the Trevor Story market. Oh, seems like they're dipping their toes in in that. But uh, also somebody that won't be dipping their toes in any other market is uh, the Yankees in the managerial market. (laughs) No. (laughs) They're stuck with their Aaron man. fucking boom. They're stuck with their main. He yeah, three years, right? Three years. Sign him for three years. I don't know, man. How do I? How do you feel about? It? I, don't, I could really care less. They're the Yankees. Uh, it's good for the Red Sox. <laughs> yeah, I hope it doesn't work out for you, Yankee oh, fans. Oh, yeah, for them Yankee fans. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I, it, it's boring. Get a new manager. Yeah, yeah, switch it out. Yeah, you know, make some time. Yeah, let's keep it fresh. But at the same time, too, give the man a break. You know, he's he's uh, he didn't exactly have the the best, even though they were a really really good team this year. I don't know. I didn't. I just didn't think that they were going to get very far in the playoffs, and especially at the trading deadline when they made a bunch of moves for, you know, strikeout heavy homer happy type of guys. Like, yeah, you can't have a lineup full of players like that and expect to go very far. Yep. So I think just cut them all, all of them. <laughs> Obviously, Brian Cashman <laughs> has some experience building a championship team, so they're keeping him. 
and keep Aaron Boone for three years. I mean, it's not to say they won't fire him. Maybe they'll fire him yeah. next year if they're not doing well, but he'll at least get to keep his money. Yeah, true. Unless there's some kind of uh, uh, like incentives or something or like the opposite of incentives. Like if you don't meet these requirements, you're out of here. Or, um, yeah. I don't know. Can, can, can teams write that into a contract? Like, like if like you got to meet a certain amount of whatever the fuck, like got to meet these, all these stipulations and we won't fire you. I'm pretty sure there's stuff like that in, uh, in the contracts. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. you could probably put anything in those contracts, you know? Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, uh, it, it's up to everybody to agree. So yeah, I guess exactly. you could put anything into uh, any contract. Mm-hmm. As long as you agree to it on your own accord. Boone coming back to the Yanks. Mike Schilt interviews with the San Diego Padres. Uh, do do so, they need an old school guy? I think so. Yeah, I mean, he could be the guy to do it. You don't take no shit from nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a- he knows he knows to not throw his players under the bus. Yeah, you know things yeah. like that. With uh, that's what Tingler, Tingler. That's such a funny last name, <laughs> Tinglerberry. Um, <laughs> Sounds like something yeah. you'd buy at lotions and lace. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I want the the tingler or if I want that one. Or that one. Tingler. The tingler or the one. The one. I don't know if I want to go with the tingler or the shilt. I'm going to go with the shilt. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, Mike Schilt uh, potentially could be the tingler's replacement. That's hilarious. The Tingler could be like a scary movie too for Halloween. The Tingler, wow! I think that would be like the parody of a scary movie. <laughs> yeah, or maybe like a, a new monster truck in Monster Jam. <laughs> Stupid, <laughs> you know. Uh, I don't know. The Tingler with a stoppy. What? What the hell is a stoppy? A stoppy? Yeah. What the fuck is that? Uh, I think a stoppy is where like you know you're kind of you know driving along and then you just like stop and then the back of your car like you know just kind of comes up and then you stop like that midair it's like a stoppy i don't know monster truck monster monster truck what is a stoppy google that uh let's see okay so it looks like uh yeah they break they break in like the the monster truck like leans forward yeah so the back like fishtails up or whatever like it scorpions up and then it comes they come back down there you go the stink the tingler with a stoppy uh, <laughs> the last bit of news that i've got oh, man. um mlbpa the players association uh the players choice award nominees have been announced Ooh. not necessarily like mvp or cy young or anything but mm. mlbpa players choice awards for 2021 presented by mlb the show you want to hear who they are yeah let's hear it all right so the nominees for player of the year is the equivalent of like you know the grammys album of the year or record of the year biggest oh. award would go to either vladimir guerrero jr bryce harper or shohei otani okay who would you pick for player of the year bryce vladdy or shohei shohei easy all right outstanding <laughs> player award american league vladdy shohei or salvador perez and then national league bryce harper austin riley Juan Soto and Fernando Tatis Jr. There's four. Out, what? Oh, hold on. So, player of the year and outstanding player. Outstanding shouldn't, player. shouldn't that be the same thing? 
<laughs> it's like having record of the year and song of the year. Okay, Boski. <laughs> what the? No, that would be like player of the year and team of the year. I guess so. Yeah, but they have a player of the year, which is whoever. That's like the best player, no matter what. And so then outstanding. Yeah. There's that, outstanding. Come on. <laughs> Keep going. They're just handing trophies out to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They're not. They're not. They're really hard to get these awards, I'm sure. The, yeah. I mean, much respect to these ball players. Player of mm-hmm. the Year. Outstanding Player Award. It does sound the same. You're right. But, hey, you know, if you can't get one, at least there's, you know. So, cool. okay. So, American League, Vladdy, Shohei, Salvador. Uh, yeah. Give it to Salvador. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then, uh, Harper, Riley, Soto, Tatis Jr. Uh, Soto. All right. Easy. Yep. Outstanding pitcher, American League, Garrett Cole, Lance Lynn, Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray. National League, Corbin Burns, Max Scherzer, Zach Wheeler. Wheeler. Outstanding rookie, American League, Randy Rosarena, Adolis Garcia, Ryan Mountcastle. Mountcastle. National League, Dylan Carlson, Jonathan India, Patrick Wisdom. Jonathan Guard India. <laughs> Guardia, I mean, Jonathan back- Guardia, my bad. <laughs> comeback Player Award, American League, Mitch Haniger, Trey Mancini, or Cedric Mullins. I think I think we know the answer there. It's going to mm. be Trey Mancini. I would probably give it to Haniger or Mullins. Just yeah, you know, that's that's some- that's a really tough one to pick. Yeah, one winner. I'm yeah, sorry. we're gonna we'll keep we'll keep track of that. We'll keep we'll keep, yep. we'll keep our eye on that one because yep. that's that's a that's an interesting list. There may or may not be an upset in that award category. Mm-hmm. National League: Brandon Crawford, Buster Posey, Joey Votto. Joey Votto. Okay. Marvin Miller, Man of the Year. We'll go to either Andrew Miller, Max Scherzer, or Marcus Simeon. A Man of the Year. So, what what is this award exactly? Marvin Miller, Man of the Year award. Good question, Boski. It is one that I am not prepared to answer at this moment. <laughs> All right. Oh, Let's wait, see. which goes to the player whose leadership most inspires others to higher levels of achievement. Uh, player choice. Okay. Okay. Uh, shit. Simeon, man. Yeah. Give it to Simeon for sure. All right. Since 92, the Player's Choice Awards have recognized the outstanding on and off field performances of players. Voting among all players was conducted in mid September. Each player, each winner will receive a Player's Choice courtesy of Digital Candy Digital. For most in, for more information, yeah, you got it. And then there's that stuff. Okay, cool. And all the other bullshit. Yeah. So they will award um, announce these awards. I don't know exactly when, but sometime in the immediate future, probably after the World Series. There's also um, the 2021 Kurt Flood Award recipient will also be announced. The award is given annually to a former player. Living or deceased, who in the image of flood demonstrating that in the image of flood demonstrated a selfless longtime devotion to the players' association and advancement of players' rights. Right on. Yeah, he was the one. Kurt Flood was the guy that uh, he asked for a trade and they wouldn't trade him. So he wasn't going to play because, you know, he he didn't want to be stuck, uh, I believe, to the Cardinals forever. And Hmm. that's, and that's, I think that's when like, because of him is how free agency was born. Wow, Boski. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. yeah man. Look that shit up. Curtis Flood. Just that the way is, it sounds. Kurt Flood. That is fantastic, man. Well, that's all I got. Uh, I got a couple so, things. Okay. I mean, nothing of uh, like too interesting, uh, but have you seen Trevor Bowers back on YouTube? 
Oh, yeah, I did see that. He's been back on YouTube. And uh, I saw he posted a video about what he's been up to. And it's really just a, a video of him complaining about a bunch of stuff. <laughs> the dude is vlogging, but he was also doing like watch parties and shit. So I uh, like watch alongs, not watch party. He was doing watch alongs. Oh, uh, so I mean, that's kind of cool. Like get a little insight from a, you know, a major leaguer as to, mm-hmm. you know, what they see when they're watching the game. Yeah. You know, on yeah, TV. man, he'll eventually get back into it. I think, you know, a lot of these charges that are, you know, being pressed will eventually drop off. He seems to have, you know, a pretty clear path, I think, in my opinion, to being exonerated. Yeah. But he's still kind of an outcast right now. Yeah, everybody is kind of like it's kind of like he's kind of the new Astros. Just as the Astros villain uh, villainry. Is that the word? Mm -hmm. The Astros villainy is fading out. The villainy of Trevor Bowers fading in. Yeah. Is he desperate for attention? I don't think so, but I know that he he probably has it in the back of his mind that his business is suffering, essentially. Right. His, his online presence, mm-hmm. because he hasn't been out there putting stuff out as much as he used to. His image has taken a big, big hit. And his image is a big reason why he's been so successful with his personal branding, his vlogs, and everything that he does on the side. And so I think him coming back out and putting these videos out is an attempt to kind of slowly but surely start getting back into the public eye. Yes. And repairing that image. The the dude is a smart man, dude. He knows exactly what he's doing. And like, I guess in his case, like you either die the hero or you uh, live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Batman, the Dark Knight. (laughs) (laughs) Boski. I'm sure that's been quoted on our podcast once or twice. Uh, No, no, definitely not. All right. I'm I'm pretty. Yeah. Well, if you can find that shit and prove me wrong, then I'll give you five bucks. (laughs) I'll do it for more than five bucks. So maybe I will. Before we go, D.H., uh, can you name all the World Series champions since 2001? Oh, hell yeah. Easy. In order. Easy. 2001, go. I can tell you who they beat. Okay, go. 2001, <laughs> Diamondbacks over the Yankees, probably in seven games. 2002, Angels over the Giants, probably also. And actually, that one did go in seven games. Yeah. 2003, you got the Marlins over the Yankees in nice. six games. Nice. And then 2004. in 2004, you got the Red Sox over the Cardinals, swept they asses. Yep. 2005, you had the White Sox over the Astros, swept they asses. Man. 2006. I, I don't believe that you're just naming this shit off the top. 2006. Of <laughs> Here, you want me to close my eyes, Boski? I'm closing my eyes. Here go, you go, go. 2006, <laughs> you got the... Um, Oh, fuck. Okay. Ah. <laughs> Cardinals, Cardinals, Tigers. Cardinals, Tigers, okay. 2006. Okay. I think that went five games. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, 2007, you got Astros over the Rockies, swept their asses. 2007, 2007, the disrespect. 2007, Astros, 2000- Red, Sox, Red Sox swept the Rockies. Oh, yeah, you said yeah. Astros. Okay. Oh, did I, I say Astros? My bad. Yes, you Red did. Sox. The disrespect. Red Sox swept the Rockies, swept their asses. Mm-hmm. 2008, you got, um, <clears throat> 2008, you had the Phillies. Uh, Phillies, they won that World Series against the Rays. They won that World Series against the Rays in either five or six games. Mm-hmm. And then um, in 2009, Yankees over the, the Phillies in six games. Mm-hmm. And then in 2010, <laughs> you got 
the, the that was the first of the um, the Giants uh, three peat. Not necessarily three peat. Even even years three peat. Two thousand ten <laughs> was uh, the Giants over the Tigers. No, yep. was uh, it two thousand ten? The Giants. Boy, you got the Giants. Who'd they beat? No, Giants. Giants and uh, Rangers. Ah, uh, that's the one where Nelson Cruz. Right. Yeah, 2010 Giants Rangers, and then 2011 was the Rangers again. That was again. Nelson Cruz, mm-hmm. and then that was uh, 2011 against. Oh, I literally shit. just gave you the biggest hint ever. Shit. <laughs> shit, bro. Oh man, 2000. How am I not? You just said it, <laughs> Cardinals. You just yeah, you just Card- said Cardinals. Yeah, you said it, Cardinals in 2011 against the Rangers. Yes. yes. Okay. I, I didn't know I said it. I, yeah. I thought I didn't. 2012 was the Giants over the Tigers that year. Okay. Uh, 2013, Red Sox. Yes. Red Sox mm-hmm. over Cardinals. Very good. 2014, you got Giants <laughs> over the Royals. 2015 was the Royals over the Cubs. No, not the Cubs. Royals over the Mets. 2016, you had Cubs over the uh, um 2016 Cubs. I know the Cubs Ooh. won that World Series Ooh, against the Indians. Against okay. the Indians. Yeah, okay. and that was in six games. No, seven games. That, game. that, that was, was the one where I think the Indians have like an 80 year. And then yeah, yeah, and then I think Raji Davis hit a home run in like game six or something. Walk off, I forget. Yeah. And then in 2017, of course, Astros yeah. over the Dodgers. 2018, Red Sox over the. Dang. 2000- oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, Why dude. are you acting stupid? <laughs> you really don't know who they beat. 2018? Red Sox Dodgers? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Dude. The Dodgers get to back up back to Whatever. back. This man, DH playing. DH playing. 2000, <laughs> 2019 Nationals over the Astros. No, yeah, 2019 Nationals yeah. over Astros. 2020 Dodgers over. <laughs> oh, you can't you can't blow this now. You can't fuck it up now, man. Come Dude, on. <laughs> I'm, I'm all fucked up right now. Uh not the Yankees, <laughs> not the Red Sox, not the White Sox. Come on, it's the Mickey Mouse season. <laughs> I know, I know, I know the Dodgers won. I just can't remember who they freaking played. The Dad, go ahead and look at your cheat sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so freaking lost right now. Who did the Dodgers play in the World Series last year? You, you, dude, this I, is the last one. I can't, I can't you're believe fuck I'm it up. stumbling. I'm, I'm stumbling at the finish line right now, Boski. I'm dude. sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating bullets right now. If you make me say it, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. You're going to hate yourself. Well, it's not, it wasn't the Astros. It wasn't the A's. Yeah. You really are stumped. I'm stumped, dude. Like, why am I stumped right now? You went this whole way. You just gave us 20 years worth, two decades worth. I did. I can even go behind to like previous to 2001, which you did. Like, you, I mean, you talked about the Braves in '99. You know, (laughs) it wasn't the Orioles, wasn't the Blue Jays, wasn't the Red Sox, wasn't the Yankees. It wasn't the who else is in the AL East? Why am I drawing a blank right now? I don't know, dog. Don't make me say it, man. I can't. I, I know. I can't. I can't give up this easily. I'm going to let you look at your phone. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it, Boski. <laughs> well, then I'm not going to tell you because you got you got 46 listeners screaming 
at their fucking <laughs> headphones right now. <laughs> you can... <laughs> Come okay, on, Bosky. dude. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. You're I gonna, can't believe you're going to kick yourself in the face. I am. Oh, fuck. The Rays. That's the one team I'm losing. The yeah. freaking Rays. Dude. You went down the AL East. You said the oh, it wasn't the Orioles. <laughs> it wasn't the Blue Jays. It wasn't it the like Yankees. The Rays, the it Rays. wasn't the Red Sox. <laughs> I'm sorry, cool. man. You put me on the spot and I just. Yeah, to- totally unprepared. Totally unprepared. I stumbled at the end. You know, I uh, I I made a phone call in the in the, in the, in the walkway. Uh, going to my airplane, flying to LA, and uh, I didn't like what I heard, so I turned around and I <laughs> went back. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm oh, referencing. Fuck, I have no idea what you're talking you, about. You don't know because you haven't watched it yet, Boski. I know oh, you haven't saw watched some it movie. Yet. It's a movie so, or, or a TV show. Will be. Uh, yes, I turned mm. back. I shouldn't have made that phone call, but I did. Interesting. I'm gonna Stumbled. have to. I'm gonna have to look that up. All right, Boski. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you challenged me and you won this time. I'm still undefeated, man. Still are undefeated. <laughs> but you know what? I did get defeated. Uh, almost. I almost got defeated last night. Uh, we went to. Uh, we went to In and Out. Waited uh-huh. about 45 minutes. The In and Out mm-hmm. burger. You know. Yeah. Typical. That's about wait, a standard wait time. Yeah. So, you know, on a Saturday night, mind you, and. uh so we're in line and shit and like, you know, I, I typically get like a three by three there and uh, but it's never like like it's always good. It's delicious and shit, but it's never enough. So I ordered a second three by three. Damn. And then my wife, she's like, ah, fuck it. I'm pregnant. I'm eating for two. She got herself a three by three. Oh boy. But but our, 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 our kid, she likes just plain cheeseburgers, like nothing on them. So we order her her plain cheeseburger, just bun patty cheese. And uh so we ordered our shit right and it took forever and you know we got our food mind you they were going through like a shift change like a station change or something so like like whoever was whoever charged us took their headset off and gave it to somebody else uh-huh. and so there was some kind of confusion because they handed us our burgers and there was four burgers in there and like I just kind of like took a quick glance and we got our fries and our shakes and shit we took off we get home and my daughter's like, I want my fucking burger. Well, she didn't say I want my fucking burger, but <laughs> she's like, I want my burger. So, you know, we usually like I we set it up for her. We like cut it in fours. Yes, she eats her fucking burger with a fork. Uh, she's a little prince. She's a little princess, man. I'm telling you, she's a diva. And um, so <laughs> I go into grab. Right. Yeah, I go in to grab her burger and uh, I pull out what looks like a plain cheeseburger. It's not plain, man. Oh, they plain cheeseburger is not plain. I'm it's a double. Let me explain this burger to you. So this guy's a site. Whoever ordered this burger, like they got our they got our order wrong. So they handed us the wrong bag. <laughs> oh shit. They handed us the wrong bag. It had four burgers, but it was the wrong bag. So there was only one three by three in there, two double doubles, and then another well, three double doubles actually. So we got shorted two patties. No. We got short, yeah. We got short like two patties or whatever, so that sucks. But um, so this burger, it was just, it was, it was the double double, and then so, so the cheese, the patty, and then in between the two patties was the onions, the grilled onions, mm-hmm. right? And then the patty, so the grilled onions, and then the patty, the patty and cheese, and then it was the 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 dressing, the Thousand Island dressing. 
mm-hmm. and then a tomato and then another layer of dressing and be like sandwiched in the tomato. Does that make sense? So basically okay. like extra thousand Island dressing and then the bottom bun. And so, you know, I took all this shit apart and like I created the single patty cheeseburger, the plain cheeseburger. I just, I scraped off the fucking thousand Island dressing and whatnot. And I gave it to her and she's not stupid, man. She, she took the bottom bun off the, where I scraped off the, uh, the thousand Island. And she's <laughs> like, I'm not eating this. And she ate the rest. Right. But like, my thing is what kind of psychopath orders their burger like that? Like extra, extra dressing, yeah. like no lettuce. Like the tomato was there. Oh, and there was pickles in there too. Gross. Oh, okay. Yeah. Animal like who, style. They so got it imagine, animal style. I guess, um, yeah animal style hold the letters or something i don't know some shit that sounds about right so like um, imagine the psychopath that ordered that right it's an animal but uh, imagine the psychopath that ordered that and it's not in his bag what he gets oh bro (laughs) (laughs) so that made my day dude like thinking of that just changed it changed my i changed my own perspective and made it made my day better so (laughs) <laughs> my life let my weekly lesson to everybody this week change your perspective on something and you might have a better week because it could be worse could be worse you could be the guy with no sauce <laughs> <laughs> exactly in more ways than one no sauce <laughs> yeah man so like i said imagine the psychopath that didn't get that burger yep. that, he, that he asked for that's that very specific burger dude <laughs> And he's probably over there like, who the fuck orders three, three by three? And he probably ran and, back in there. And a plain raised cheeseburger. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> raised hell. Yeah. And then he's Pro- probably talking shit about the psychopath that ordered the three by three. With one plain cheeseburger. There you go. He's probably more curious about the damn plain cheeseburger. <laughs> Nonetheless, he probably ate it. Perhaps he should have. He should have. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, there you Good go, stuff. man. Yeah, are, you more, are you a grilled shit. onion type of guy or are you like more of the raw onion? Nah, I don't like onions at all, man. Wow. I don't like onions. Like uh, there's a restaurant in, in SoCal called Farmer Boys. It's local to us. And um, it they have uh, chili cheese fries and you can have the onions like optional. And nah, I never get onions. Get get the onion out of here. Nah, man. Give me the rawest onions you got. Ugh, it's gross. Cut them thick, too. Would I you like would you thick. eat an onion like an apple? Nah. Uh, no, I wouldn't go that far, but I do like the crunch of the onion, the raw onion. Like when you bite into it, oh, that's that's very satisfying. Ugh, I do gross. like I do like I don't do the grilled onions. Not that. Not my yeah. No, nah, man, I, I can do without onions. I don't like like in my tacos. I don't like when um when restaurants or the taco guy, he has the cilantro and the onion chopped up together. I don't like that shit. Oh, yeah. That, I don't that, like that shit. That too. My wife don't like onions like that. Yeah. It's like keep the shit separate. Like why, why do they got to be together? <laughs> exactly dude you know it's like it's mexicans in the u.s <laughs> and non-mexicans in the u.s figure it out <laughs> people are like but this is america you need to assimilate like the cilantro and the onions <laughs> <laughs> that's the world we live in unfortunately yeah. before we go both guys i just want to point one thing out do not move from your position right there you got a fucking mohawk dog do i really oh shit <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious i do have mohawk there you go, man. Get a screenshot that real yeah, quick. Flat top mohawk. You probably got a mo- uh, what do you call it? A mullet in the back. <laughs> party in the front, or, or business in the front, party in the back. There that's you what go, they say. Well, that's all I got, man. <laughs> that's it, man. I got five bucks though. Five bucks.
There we go. There we go, Boski. <laughs> On to the World Series, my friend. Yeah, let's go, Jesse Chavez. Get yo, that let's ring go Braves. Up. We're taking Braves. We're taking Braves. I'm taking Bra- Braves. I take Braves Brave. uh, at the beginning of the year. Braves in seven. Braves in seven? Yes. I could I could go with that. I'm gonna go Braves in four. Oh why not? <laughs> Just why not? Somebody pull out the brooms. All right, let's do it. All right, oh, man. Well, let's get out of here. All right. We'll see you guys next Catch you on the next one, y'all. Peace.